0: you're listening to the coffee hour i'm andy bates sarah's out this week she'll be back next week it is rally week here on kfuo as well Visit us, KFUO.org slash Rally Week. Learn how you can support KFUO, this gospel outreach, proclaiming Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Why do we grieve and is there purpose in grieving? Does it serve a purpose in our daily lives? Joining us today, Dr. Stacy Hale, author of Purposeful Grieving from Northwestern Publishing House. Dr. Hale, thanks for being our guest today on The Coffee Hour.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor.
0: So tell us about the the idea behind this book, Purposeful Grieving. Why a book on grieving?
1: This project started as a result of struggles that my husband and I faced with recurrent pregnancy loss, and this was in the wake of uh, losing several other close relatives to us. And as all of those really trying experiences unfolded, I was searching for a resource that could help guide me through my grief, help me get some perspective, uh, and keep driving me back to scripture with all of the content. And unfortunately, it was very difficult to find anything, a resource or a book at that time, that truly fit What I was looking for at the same time I had a few friends who were also dealing with pregnancy and child related losses and I saw their need as well and and so I really felt called to fill in this resource gap and I hoped that doing so would help me cope with the losses uh, and that it would help other people in the long run so it really was this perfect intersection of personal experiences, and my longstanding belief that God really calls us to serve Him even through the challenges and the difficulties in our lives.
0: So you really had a a lot of personal experience with grieving, and in in that grieving, seeking support, trying to find a resource to to help you through that, didn't find what you were looking for, and uh, through your experience, able to share that with others, and and to to dig into God's Word, uh, to be able to find that comfort in Christ.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Where did you find purpose in grieving? Is there purpose in grieving?
1: I absolutely believe there is purpose in grieving. I think that God can use that in our lives in so many different ways, um, many of which we won't even realize on this side of heaven. Uh, Based on my own experience, you know, one of the ways God has used my grieving was to teach me to have a greater sense of empathy for other people who were experiencing loss or going through challenging times or you know those moments where the tears are right behind your eyes but you're supposed to put on a socially brave face to have a a greater ability to see that and i found that by me going through those experiences god could use me as a better listener to others because i had become aware of the type of listening that helped me i also believe you know god can shape us to better fulfill the purposes he has for us here on this earth you know, I never would have written a book like this if I hadn't gone through those losses. And so if he views me as an instrument to to get a message like this out there, you know, all praise and glory to him for that. And I will humbly serve in that role, even though it was very painful. Hmm. So um, sh- but I think, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You can
0: finish your thought there.
1: Um, well, perhaps most importantly, you know, God can use that pain to just draw us so close to him. All of the pain, the grief, the suffering that we face can all drive us to our knees, to drive us to seek God in his word. And ultimately, grief can increase our trust in God's plan, just our surrender to his will and his infinite wisdom in all of it.
0: You've shared with us your story, your experience in grieving, and 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 that serves as a great example. Where else have you seen grieving be pers- purposeful for others? Um, do you have more examples of of uh, for whom grieving is purposeful?
1: I do, absolutely. Um, so I teach at Wisconsin Lutheran College in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and as part of my course load, I teach a leadership class, and I use this idea of transforming loss or pain into something that can benefit or serve other people. And as part of that class, my students do a semester long project of their choosing, and I encourage them to go to the places that are difficult for them personally. Is there a loved one who's going through cancer or has passed from from a disease and they're looking for a cure? Try to do your project for a cause like that because there is something healing about sharing your grief, recognizing you're not alone in what you've been going through. And that when you are going through grief, you're often called to do something with it. I firmly believe that. And so I've seen some of these students go through that same process and witness some of the healing that they have. Uh, It's almost a type of closure on the grief that they've experienced
0: so certainly using that in the in the classroom and helping students at in the those formative years of life especially mm-hmm. in young adulthood what about in our later years in life uh, have you seen that as well you know especially in our later years we i'm sure we experience um a, a lot of grieving with uh, our peers our our loved ones our even our spouses um mm-hmm. going on before us dying and and uh going on before us how might God use grieving during those those later years in life?
1: I think that in any phase of life you can experience this, but in, in your later years when you're more seasoned or or wise, that empathy and all of it has the ability to reach just an extra layer of richness uh, in service to God. The The stories that you can share, the experiences that you've had become broader, and so that empathic skill set becomes even richer as well.
0: Walk us through how your book would be useful in a time of grieving, purposeful grieving.
1: Okay, so when I wrote this book, uh, I used it to add some structure Mm -hmm. to the grieving process, because I remember when, when I was in those early moments of loss, I felt very overwhelmed by my own thoughts, not knowing where to go with all of it, trying to make sense of what was happening, uh, even trying to make it through the next conversation that I had. Um, There can be a lot of social pressure on the grieving person to feel like he or she has to return to normal in a short amount of time or put on a brave face for other people. But I don't think that's being authentic and truly embracing what God holds for us even in the midst of pain, that's trying to rush the process. So these devotions intentionally guide you through the grieving process, just one day at a time, one thought at a time. And I used Psalm 13 as the basic structure for the devotions. And David's words in this Psalm travel through the grieving process so genuinely and so beautifully. Uh, It's a very short Psalm, only six verses, beginning with him asking questions like, how long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? And how long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? And when I read those words during my time of grieving, I went, yes, that is how I feel, how I'm wrestling with all of this. And throughout the psalm, David seeks answers for, for why this has happened. He's trying to do some sense making and all of it but in the very end he says i trust in your unfailing love my heart rejoices in your salvation and i will sing the lord's praise for he has been good to me and with that last line i knew i wanted my grief to find its way to recognizing the pain i felt the loss i experienced as God's goodness to me. That was a big thing to be able to say. Um, So I also knew that as I experienced that initial raw emotion of grief, I felt impatient, felt myself wrestling with God. And I know that people do that. So if we can find an outlet to kind of organize some of those thoughts, it can guide us to that very same place where we can lift our eyes out of the self-focused early days of grief, heavenward. So this whole book is designed to guide us through that process of getting back to reflecting heavenward, where God's eternal home is for us, and that's the outcome of this life for all of us who believe.
0: I like your, your idea of, of taking an organized approach. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the the pattern to Uh, to the devotions that you share in your book. Is this something that you would read daily or um, just uh, read a couple chapters now and then? How how have you patterned it?
1: So it is a daily devotion book, and there are eight weeks' worth of devotions. You have a total of 56, and it's just meant to have one thought, one area of grief to focus on for the day. And at the end of the, the devotion, at the end of the talk, There is an opportunity to reflect on what you've just read. Uh, There's space for journaling in the book uh, to write some initial responses to that. Uh, And then I give you some sort of a task for the day, a way to connect with someone that you might reach out to or something to create or think about or a conversation to have so that you are being purposeful with your reaction to the devotion, with your reaction to your grieving. Uh, so there's intentionality behind every day in the devotions, but that build starts in week one with digging into some of the difficult wrestling that we do in the face of grief and gradually lifting our eyes, uh, toward the very end and recognizing God's goodness and adding some closure to it by the end of the eighth week.
0: Dr. Stacy Hale, author of Purposeful Giving, uh, Purposeful Grieving, <laughs> Purposeful <laughs> Grieving, available from Northwestern Publishing House. We'll provide a link for that resource as well in today's program notes. Dr. Hale, thank you so much for being our guest on The Coffee Hour and for sharing your book with us.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Coming up in just a little bit, get to meet the missionary. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates.